Welcome to The Daily Influence, where our mission is to deliver a daily dose of positive influence that can uplift you personally or be shared within your sphere of influence. While not every episode may directly apply to your unique circumstances, we strive to provide insights and inspiration relevant to most people's daily, weekly, and monthly lives. Whether you are tuning in during the morning, noon, or night, The Daily Influence is here for you. Listen, share, and embrace the power of influence in your life. Hey everybody, Brian Smith here with the Iron Team series on the Daily Influence, and we continue to talk about the pitfalls of uh, leadership and the pitfalls of our influence. And today we're going to focus on overreaction. And, and overreaction can happen both in positive ways and negative ways. And I'm going to use a couple of examples to share with you how overreaction can be a disruption to uh, our flow, a disruption to our culture. Um, It can get in the way. It can set bad examples, even when the intention is to set good examples. And it's not always us that cause that. It can be the perception of others from overreaction that creates the issue. And we have to be cognizant of these things in our areas of influence. This is why knowing our area of influence, knowing how or who we're influencing and where we are, that situation awareness we've talked about uh, time and time again is so important because there are certain times when our reactions won't be understood. And that includes positive reaction and negative reaction. The best story I have, oh, in, 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 Overreaction, I like to call a compound pitfall. And the reason I say that is it's usually the overreaction is a result of falling into another pitfall, uh, some pitfall that we've already talked about. Uh, and it is from falling in that pitfall that we overreact and we cause ourselves a compounding problem. One of the examples that I like to talk about is a client we had um, that uh, was amazingly insecure about uh, his competition. And he was so insecure that he would bristle at anybody who even had a conversation with somebody from the competition. Whenever he saw that communication that looked friendly between somebody in his area of influence that he had some control over and in their area of influence with the competition, he thought somebody was doing something nefarious. They were talking about his company. They were trying to steal something from him, his customer, or maybe one of his product lines. But it really manifested itself once when we were out uh, at a business event and his top salesperson who had been with him for a while and the top salesperson knew how insecure this person was. Yet this top salesperson uh, ran into an old friend and that old friend happened to work for our client's competitor. And uh, they had started having a conversation and our client, the owner saw this and was amazingly angry. And He was put off when he saw them start talking. He just kept getting madder and madder and madder the longer that these two talked to each other. 
So much, in fact, he made a public spectacle of himself and yelled at his salesperson in public and kind of berated him in public about talking to the competition, talking to the enemy. Um, how, you, how dare you do that in front of me? It was just on and on and on to the point where that person quit. He lost his best salesman. It turns out that they had been, the, the salesman and this other person they were talking to had been friends for quite a long time and actually childhood friends. And we're just catching up. Uh, uh, and it was a very negative overreaction on the part of our client. It was also an overreaction on the salesperson. Knowing that his leader, the owner of his company was this way, he probably could have handled it a different way. But the overreaction just began to compound. They had words, they quit. The quit led to more words that just kept digging this pitfall, this, this hole that created this chasm between these two that was eventually irreconcilable. That salesperson went to work for the competition eventually, so it ended up not being good uh, for our client. If you find yourself in an emotional situation where you think that you're going to overreact, walk away. Find somebody that you can talk to to talk out the overreaction, to bleed off that emotion and that anger. Find a place where you can discuss in context what it is that you're angry about and see if you can't find out if what you think, what your perception is, is reality or is it fueled by something different? Is it fueled by the emotion? Is it fueled by a false perception? When we do that, when we slow down and get back into and have situation awareness and begin to understand the context with which we find ourselves being angry, we provide ourselves an opportunity to get on our heels, to sit back and learn better about a situation and not overreact, not create more problems for ourselves, not put ourselves in situations that create chaos and disruption that could be amazingly disruptive to our future or to our current situation. And this can go on the positive side also. I share uh, in our work that Renee, uh, my wife, is an amazingly positive person, always positive, probably one of the most positive people I've ever known. Um, she's, I'm not a negative person, but she's my balance to my lack of enthusiasm. And when I mean she's positive, I mean she's enthusiastically positive. The problem has been, however, that when people first meet her who have never met her before, they don't believe that a person could be that positive. They believe that she's putting on some kind of air, that she's trying to be something or grab attention or do something other than be just the person she is. And it has caused issues. People have not accepted her at face value for this positive, bubbly person that she is. They believe that she is not like that, that she's not genuine when in fact she is. And once they get to know her, you'll even have people say, wow, you know, I never knew what to take from Renee at first. I didn't think it could be real. And we get that kind of comment often. 
and it creates a chasm between her and people who maybe could be friends. I am sure throughout our life that there have been people who have shied away or backed away because of her positivity that have said that can't be real, so I don't want to get involved or get close. And it's sad because she's an amazing person and she's an amazing friend and she's been an amazing partner for me. And I'm glad I didn't do that when I first met her because she was just like that all the way back in 1990 when I met her. It's really important that we understand if we have overreaction, if you find yourself overreacting, own up to it as quickly as you can. Be transparent about, hey, I'm emotional. Hey, I've carried this a long time, and this is why I acted that way. If you can apologize and get past it, things will get much, much better, and the disruption will be less impactful and less influential in your life. Remember that when you are overreacting, you can cause fear or anxiety in others. And maybe that was your intention because you're trying to have some kind of influence. You want somebody to listen to you. But find a better way than overreaction. Find a better way to communicate openly and positively about the things that may be driving you to feel like you have to overreact. And again, be transparent. These pitfalls are the things that get in the way of us having a positive influence in our specific areas of influence. So recognize them, use that recognition to help positively influence yourself for positive change and be the best leader that you can. Look forward to talking to you tomorrow about more about pitfalls. And I hope you have an amazing day. Mm -hmm.